Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello and welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life. With another episode of Live on Purpose Radio, joining me today is Self Sheesh. She's joining us actually from Paris, France, uh, where she's visiting. So if you live in Los Angeles, California. I do, I do. I've lived, well, I'm from France originally, and I've lived in LA for 27 years now. Mm. I come back regularly, and I'm in Paris currently. So yes. it is 12.30. Mm-hmm. And it is the middle of the night for you. And, and yet, no time of day is a bad time to talk about principles that liberate people to, to do what we call on this show, live on purpose. And so if I have to share with you, the reason you're joining me here today is because we're doing similar work to empower people to take control of their lives, to create and live a life that they love without life just pushing them around. I'm, I'm looking at your website, becurrenttoday.com. We'll put a link in the description, folks. You want to go check that out because I love this little subline here that says, manage yourself, not time. Yes, let's start right there, actually, because it is such an interesting concept that people think they can manage time. You know, time management is a pretty established thing. And it's like, no, we don't manage that. There's 24 hours, you know, in a day. And what we do within the constraint of that is really managing ourselves, managing our energy. And that is what allows, like, you know, when you do something that's super exciting, your time passes so quickly. And when you do something that you're not enjoying, time is just so slow, right? So it is really how we show up to 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 the minute, to the hour that it makes the difference. And by the way, I'd like to challenge you. I don't, I don't know you that well yet, but I would like to challenge this idea that we empower people because I don't feel like we do. And I, I'd love to have that little bit with you if that's okay. Awesome, because, bring it. Yeah, so empowering you would mean that I, like you need my authorization or something, right? Like I need to tell you. To you somehow to get that right? power, that charge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't believe that to be true. I, I love that we are fellow adventurers, you know, in the life of understanding who we are. Like, I feel like this is the new version of going to the moon is going to ourselves, right? Like it's a shorter trip in some way. But I feel like discovering who we are is as exciting, if not more exciting, um, to be discovering, you know, what takes us and what gets us going and what stops us. And in the context of what you do with people, I love this idea of how do we... How do we unlock? How do we unlock this thing, right? So right. I'm excited about it. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you threw that out there. So, and you know what? I'm not going to fight you because, of course, you're right. Well, I don't know that I'm right, but I love that idea that we are no teaching anyone that we are just learning together. I think yeah. I had like this kind of a side by side thing. So you know what? I had a I had a realization years ago. Uh, kind of along those lines, actually, where I decided, you know, what I do as a professional psychologist, 
what I do is the best spectator sport in the world. Yes. Because I get to observe people's lives. And, and you are right, actually, about what you said. I, I don't empower people. They've already got the power. They don't often see that they've got the power or they get stuck in patterns of thinking that, that make it inaccessible to them. Mm-hmm. Usually only temporarily because once they see how to, to step up and, and take control of their own life, it's like the time management I love that I saw that on your website because I've been teaching for years. Time management is a misnomer. Mm. How would you manage it? You know, people say they want to save time. You don't manage weather. I mean, you can make sure you have the right umbrella or the, you know, exactly. You don't manage it. There's no managing, you know, gravity. It's like those are things that are occurring around us and how do we show up to it is what interests me. Like how do we... If you could save time, self, where would you keep it? <laughs> right? I, exactly. I wouldn't. It's like there's no such thing as like saving it, grabbing it, like expending it. There really isn't. There is us within the constraint of it, but not, not it in itself. There's no value to time. The time pers- What would I sell you if I sold you time? What would that mean? Right? Right. And I get it for free anyway. I get 24 hours every day. Use it or lose it. Either yeah. way, I get a fresh 24 the next day. And how connected is that to the live on purpose thing? Because people don't seem to realize that is the one conversation I have regularly with people where it's like we think that one morning we're going to have like it's going to start, right? Like it's later, life. And it's now. It's like if I'm going to be happy, like when you and I are, I don't know, 95 and we're sitting on a bench in a few years, many years, and it's like, what are we going to talk about? Like the stuff we didn't do, the, the, the moments we missed, the trips we didn't take. No, it's like it's those things that we do on purpose that are going to be the, the thing, right? We want to talk about. Right. I like that idea. And when are we going to do that? Right? Yes. The, the, the sum of a full life is really the sum of the min- Like right this moment is a delicious moment, right? You're feeling it. It's really fun to be together, right? But it's like if we do our lives like that, like waking up in the morning to look at our calendar and see that everything we're doing today is exciting or, or moving or poignant or meaningful or whatever, whatever means anything to you or you're making money, whatever it is, you know, but that it's done deliberately. That's, that's On purpose. Yes. Yeah. I love that. And now is the time that we've got. Your website, Be Current today. Be present here now. And present means both of those. It means here in this place and it means now in this time. And it, there's, there's a trap, I think, that we get into sometimes as human beings and we start to think, well, once I've achieved whatever, yeah, or upon completion of, or when I have enough whatever, yeah. then, then, I'll live, you know, I'll truly engage in this life. Uh, I know you've got thoughts about this. And in fact, you know what? It was, I love the phrase that you used earlier too, that we're, we're not going to manage time. It's, it's more about how we, what was the phrase you used? Show up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how do you show up for it? And it's the notion of being current to me is almost more interesting than present. Present is beautiful, 
because it has this notion of like, you know, there's this kind of, because there really is no such thing as past and future and it's not happening. So the only thing that is, and that is a bit of a cliche, but it is this moment. But being current for me has more to do with everywhere I look. And it's funny because in my parents' house, <laughs> which I'm staying in right now, that is not the feeling I get at all. Like they, they're both somewhat hoarders. And so uh. currents, for me, current is a really powerful word because it has to do with is what's happening right now um, currency. You know, this idea that it's like, it is the best. Is it the best? Is it the most alive? Is it the most, does it work? Does it add to my life? You know, and if not, I don't want it here. Like the notion of being current to me has really to do with like this dropping in this moment, but also having cleaned up whatever my past may have affected me or whatever my fear of the future might be. And to drop that and to just be in this current moment is just a very, um, it's a very worth, ex- worth the exercise for me, you know, to tr- try to show up to life with as least noise as possible from the past and as, as least as possible. Is that an English sentence? As little as possible as when I, when I spend time in Paris, I start doing that thing, right? Where I'm like, wait, is that in English? Like I, <laughs> <laughs> you kick back into French <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. You know, in English, the word current also refers to power and energy. Yes. Yes. And flow like the current in a river, for example. Yes. Well, electricity, literally the current of electricity, right? It's that yes. force that goes when there's dark somewhere and you turn the light on. That is what turns down the dark, right? You never can turn off the dark. There's no such thing. But the current that you bring in is what turns on the light, which makes the dark, you know, disappear. Light right. always displaces darkness. Yeah. Yeah, always. Okay. Now you're getting me thinking. Good. My father used to say, it's funny again, I'm sorry, I wouldn't be talking about my father as much if I was in LA, but I'm here. So my father used to say, you're the only human being that forces me to think before I speak as if it was a bad thing. (laughs) And I remember (laughs) saying, it's actually a good thing. You know, you want to be a little bit conscious of what comes out of your mouth, right? So I guess that's my... That's my role in life, is making sure around me people tend to think about it what they say. people yeah. thinking. Yeah. Yes. I, okay, so I have to have, ask you a question about this. Why do you do this? The what part? The, the, the sharing all this wisdom out there? The sharing of the wisdom and getting people thinking. What drives that for you, Soph? Honestly, it's the best I've ever experienced. I mean, if I had more fun cooking, I'd probably be a chef. You know, I... I love the notion that we start with less clarity and as we spend time together, there's more clarity, more self-love, more understanding, more, I mean, do you know anything that's more fun? I mean, I, it's like, like you said earlier, it's like a spectator, you know, it's like watching the best movie yeah. of watching people because, you know, in different ways, because now I don't, so I was a therapist for years and I, and I no longer work with people that way because I'm now more interested in how people relate to time and, and themselves within time, because that is where I find the happiness gets built is do you spend time doing things you love or not? Right. Mm-hmm. And so I'm more into that, but I, I've always, I was, I, my father remember, reminded me before he passed away that I was always like that. Like I was five, six, and I was obsessed with questions that were completely philosophical and introspected. And I was really interested in that my whole life. So I don't know, yeah. I, I, maybe we come in, Different, like different people come with different 
suitcases to do life maybe I, I don't know because I was that young I was really really that young and everybody around me was about candy and later watches and cars and shoes and things and I was always about you know what is life about I actually built a website around talk about 12 13 years ago I built a website called life by me and it was 800 conversations I had with people about what was meaningful to them which 15 years ago oh. was not necessarily you know the most uh, common topic for people to be thinking about. Now it is, I feel, more. I, I think it is more common right now. And especially mm -hmm. as you look at the world around us, we, and we're dealing with some stuff. Yeah. We've got a global pandemic going on. We've got uh, divisions and, and political uh, unrest in, uh, in many parts of the world. Mm -hmm. uh, earthquakes, fires. I mean, we deal with stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's caused people to to pause a moment and take a look at um, what it is that might bring them more freedom and happiness. Mm -hmm. And even in saying it that way, you're going to hear some words that we probably need to adjust. But as we come back from this break, so if I would love to dig into some of the things that you've discovered in this journey that might help all of us as we as we listen in on this conversation and have this conversation. Uh, I would love to do more of that and learn from you. That's super fun. The, the discussion is fun and conversations are meaningful in bringing about different outcomes. Folks, this is Sof Sheesh at Live On Purpose Radio today. We'll be right back. Are you ready to take your positivity to a whole new level? I've been enjoying these conversations with my guests at Live On Purpose Radio. My own story about becoming more positive is something that I've shared in my book, Pathological Positivity. And right now, I'm giving the book away. You just pay for the shipping. Go to drpauljenkins.com, spelled with a D-R, and click on the big orange button right there that will get you a free copy of my book. You pay the shipping, I'll pay for the book. Sound like a good deal? Power up your positivity and get ready to see phenomenal changes in your happiness, your relationships, your business, every aspect of life. Enjoy this free gift from me. DrPaulJenkins.com And we're back. So sheesh at Live On Purpose Radio today. I'm having fun with this, so... <laughs> You know what? Life is really fun. It really, it can be even in the midst of crazy things. We can find ways to connect and find ways to be uplifted. You know, one of my mentors once said, in, in all of living, have much fun and excitement. Life is to be enjoyed, not just endured. Yeah. And I love that because I, I, I really feel that's our purpose, to experience joy. And I, I, there's a lot of definitions in my mind as I say that, but I think that, I think that that's kind of what we're after. Uh, yes, and as you said that, I was I was kind of reminded that it really was a journey for me to learn to do that. It's a bit of a skill yeah. to be able to shift in a genuine way 
because there's certainly it's easy to you know smack a smile on your face and you know pretend but to genuinely switch like when something anxious happens or you have a reaction to something and to be able to first identify it you know lots of people are trapped in their emotions a little bit and they behave in ways that they don't even choose they don't they don't control i certainly sometimes find myself there but to a friend of mine gave me this really beautiful visual years ago about how a film when you're watching a movie maybe now it's not as true with digital but when you watch a movie it's just a series of images right so if you were to slow it down it's like an image an image an image right it's like just like and the idea was to shrink the space in between so that you don't see that it's a series of images you just see movement right Yes. And, and to, to parallel that with shrink the time it takes to maybe get triggered by something and then switch to a moment where you're back in your heart or you're back in your trust or you're back in your you know, positive space, whatever that might be for you. But like when you kind of switch back the, 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 the rhythm of the flow instead of like, you know, down, 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 where one thing happens and you get upset and then more upset and then... Therefore, the guy at the restaurant really annoys you and therefore you get into a car accident. You know, it's like that kind of day. Yeah. But to switch that and to be able to take it back and be like, no, 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 I'm going to, I want to shift that. And to have tools to do that is probably, I'd like that written in my, my thing, you know, when you die, whatever that's called, my stone. Mm-hmm. Like I was able to switch. I was always able to switch. I like that a lot. Do you believe that that's a skill set? that can be trained or developed? Yes, it's a muscle. It's absolutely, it's like, it's like a reflex. It's like something happens, you do this. You learn, it's like it's an exercise to learn when this happens, I do that. You know? And so, and so to, to develop it as, um, it's an intention. You don't do it perfectly, certainly not at first. But right. the ability to bring yourself back, I, I look at it as in my heart or not in my heart, I guess. That's one way that I look at it. And so when I'm in my heart, even things that are like right now, I'm in a difficult situation. My mom is very sick and, you know, there's complexities around it. We, we may really lose her. And I feel a lot of feelings about it. You know, this is never about not feelings are feelings, but it's like, yes, how do yes. I translate it? And what does it, what do, why do I make it mean? And therefore, how do I respond to what happens is really where I think the art is. That's, that's where the art is. It's like not pushing down the field. So I used to be 350 pounds. I think we should talk about that. I used to be extremely okay. overweight. And food, the journey with my food was definitely to become conscious of, aha, every time I feel sad, I down, you know, Nutella, pasta, you know. By the case. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then when I'm angry or when I'm pissed or something happened that I really don't like and it kind of really irritated me, then I would go to like chips and crack, like crunchy things. So then I started noticing, Interesting. why is my food so directly affected by my emotions? Well, <laughs> I know why now. <laughs> uh-huh. The other side of it. I know why, because I was raised in a household that did not allow for feelings. Not too much joy. My father was super superstitious. Like if you ever said, you know, oh, I'm great. It'd be like, shh, 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 shh. Like, you know, don't, don't, don't attract, you know. Don't jinx it. Exactly. Don't jinx it, right? And then, of course, don't be sad and, you know, don't be upset. And, you know, little girls are meant to be pretty, not whatever. So like a lot of that. And, and wow. therefore, 
I don't know how to feel my feelings until, I don't know, 10 years ago. I don't know how to feel my feelings. Every time I feel something, all I can do is eat food, right? So, yeah, that became the expression of that emotion for you. Yes, and the avoidance, the avoidance of it. Because when I'm sad and I eat sugar, it does help. You know, there's something about it where it kind of like softens the angle of it a little bit. But then, of course, the minute it's passed, you know, you're back to where you were. And then there's also never progress. That's the other thing. It's like people cannot feel their feelings. And so they're always avoiding them, avoiding them. You don't create change because you can't, you know, you have to sit in sadness for a minute to be able to recall the joy, right? If you're never in sadness, you you don't even know the flavor of joy, I think. So, Soph, you're telling us that we need to feel whatever we're going to feel. Mm-hmm. I do. I do. Maybe not drown in it, you know, because that's the other option. Like people feel like if they open the gate, they're going to be in there for the rest of their lives, right? And I don't. I, I feel like... You, no, because that's not, you know, that's not... That would be like being joyful all the time or being sad all the time. That's not interesting. It, what's interesting is to go with whatever, you know, yeah. what your body is, is, is experiencing is where it's at, right? So if it's like if there's sadness, then sadness. And then you walk through it and you talk through it and then you're not sad or you're less sad. And then the next color comes in. You know what? So if I have a, a colleague who made his entire career off of two words, feelings change. Yeah. And they do. Yeah. You're not going to drown in this. That's the fear sometimes. If I, if I let myself feel this, and first of all, what do you mean let yourself? You're already feeling it, okay? Mm-hmm. So rather than resisting it or denying it or pretending that everything's peachy, yeah, let yourself feel whatever you're going to feel. That's part of a rich life experience that will enhance your joy. And yeah. Do you, do you find with the people you work with that it's even very directly related? Like those who don't really go allow themselves to feel sadness, they're also people that have a bit of a flat line, right? Like it's not... Right. I, well, you and I talked a little bit earlier about um, the effect of substances. Mm-hmm. And, and you're coming from a place of experience where your substance was food. Mm-hmm. Sugar specifically, yes. Or, unless you were mad. Yes, then chips. And and then it was crunchy, salty. Um, The substances actually change our body chemistry Mm -hmm. in a way that's artificial in terms of how we normally experience emotion. Yes. And so it becomes addictive because of that, because of the change in our emotional or affective experience. Mm for you to allow yourself to feel it opens up some new possibilities. Mm-hmm. And it did for you. I, I'm hearing that, that that was an important realization for you to have. Yeah, when people ask me, because, you know, when you've been, when I've been, when I was 350 pounds, it's not a, it's not an, it's not a, a small it's not like a few pounds you want to put on in the summer. You know, it's, it's a big, 350 pounds is literally two people, possibly three. You know, it's just, it's a big, it's a big right. amount of, of too much. And when, I, when I'm asked, you know, like, how did I really break free of that, broke free of that? 
that's that's the story. The story was that I went to the refrigerator, which I would do every night. I was a night eater. Like people would go to bed in my house and I would go and, you know, down everything that was in the refrigerator. And one of the nights I did that, I went and, and I heard, that's one of those that I always tracked down. I was like, where did it actually come from? Because uh -huh. I heard you can eat everything in sight, but first I would like you to feel your feelings. Like I literally heard that in my head, mm -hmm. which I don't know. I don't know, maybe it was my internal little younger self or something, but, and I, and I said, all right, as long as I can eat everything afterwards, right? And I, and I sat there and maybe honestly, it was, it was a difficult 30 minutes because I think it was probably the first time I felt my feelings. And so there was, there was a bit of a backlog. <laughs> it was a bit of like, okay, let's let it out. You know, the loneliness. Yeah, the catch fear. up to do, yeah. But not that much, not, not as much as I thought. And the, the fascinating moment was when I got up to go back to the fridge and I, and I paused and I went back to bed and I did not, never since have I, never. It was a one-time thing for me. I don't, I know it's not like wow. that for everyone. Yeah. Now I just, I feel I, I'm sad. I'm sad. And when I'm hungry, I eat. They unrelated. <laughs> hungry and sad aren't the same thing. No, they're not the same thing. And I think partly when I was little, there was a lot of missed messages around that. You know, you're not hungry, eat anyway, it's, it's lunchtime or, you know, the whole thing of like, put a sweater, I'm not cold. Yes, put a sweater anyway. Like we mess with children a lot. We mess with their own internal guidance a lot. And I was messed with a lot, you know, in terms of my own, my own guidance mechanism. That I, I would say that's probably... As far as the, the work, I would say that's probably one of the most beautiful pieces of the work for me was reconnecting with my own directions, you know, and it doesn't mean I don't listen to other people's advice or directions or, you know, guidance, whatever, but yeah. it is not from a place of fear and other people's control or, you know, self-doubt. It's not coming from there anymore. It's really identifying what the feeling is, feeling it, and allowing myself to act from that place. It's a, very, it's a very fun, powerful exercise. There's a really beautiful component of this that I'm hearing as you describe that, and that is the trust mm. that you can develop for yourself, mm. for, for your experience inside of your body, which is a, a beautiful gift and will give you an emotional guidance system Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, if you'll pay attention to it, if you'll trust it, without trying to mask it, cover it up, uh, hide it behind substances or pretending, mm -hmm. just being authentic and, and feeling it. When you think of it, it's like we do it for our cars. Like our car, what, what do you do when it starts blinking that you need gas? You, what do you do? You, you, you take it to get gas, right? We don't listen to our own guidance that we don't have a blinking nose, you know, that says you're tired, you need to rest or, you know, you've been traveling, you're jet lagged, you know, are you sleeping a little more? Like we don't, I mean, ideally we do some, but a lot of people have really developed a, a very deaf ear to the typical car alarm system telling us something. And so we, it would never occur to you to put, I don't know, a bunch of bananas in your tank, right? for your car because your car would break down on the freeway but we do that to our bodies you know we don't listen we don't sleep enough we mistreat it we're in shitty relationships we don't like our jobs we don't care for ourselves we put food in our bodies that are super destructive it's like 
that's that is not kind to I an even treat machine. a machine that way. Yeah, yeah, we don't treat oh. our machines that way. You know, so if you've got me thinking, I, I think you've got our our audience thinking a little today too. As you're listening to this podcast, I hope that this is triggering something inside of your mind about what you might be able to do to allow yourself to feel whatever it is you're feeling, to to see your life differently. So if you're doing some things to spread that message, uh, I mentioned your website earlier, BeCurrentToday.com. That's all one word, folks. You know how websites work. BeCurrentToday.com. Uh, so what can people expect when they go over to visit you there? You know, it's, it's not so much what we talked about today, funny enough. It's a, it's a tool to help people be more, I hate the word productive. It's not about being productive, but it really is learning to accompany yourself between I say I want to do something and doing it. Like, what is that? What is that path? You know, and how do we remove the noise so that we get to do it? And so it's, it's kind of deep work around that. All of which is supported by the principles that we've been talking about here today yeah. on our show. Um, so thank you so much for contributing in the ways that you have today at Live On Purpose Radio. Thank you. It was such a fun conversation. Thank this you. This has been fun for me. And if it's fun for me, I know I'm doing it right. So I, that may be kind of selfish, but I'm hoping that you have all enjoyed yourselves too. You've heard it today from Soph Sheesh. And if you want to know how to spell that, you know, go to the description. It'll be there. Uh, Sheesh, uh, live on Purpose Radio today. Go take whatever you've learned today and live on purpose. Purpose.